Radio 570 KVI. It's KVI Want to Know Weekends. KVI Want to Know Weekends. Get ready to raise a toast with Seattle's most spirited hour of talk. Happy Hour Radio, sponsored by Mary Hill Winery. Explore the best in Washington wine, spirits, food, and more with your guide, Seattle sommelier, Christopher. It's Happy Hour Radio, right now on Talk Radio 570 KVI. Ho, ho, ho. Happy holidays. Happy Hanukkah. Joyo Noel. Feliz Navidad and Feliz Hora de Radio. Hey, welcome to Happy Hour Radio. I am your host, Christopher Chan, advanced sommelier, your master mixer, mixologist, your commodore of cocktails, and much, much more here in studio with uh, three fantastic guests, and it's all about the holidays. Uh, We've got a special holiday gift-giving show, and uh, it's all about liquid gifts, of course. I'm so excited that you're here joining us on Happy Hour Radio. You can see us on the radio, see us live right here. Saturdays at 11 to noon on 570 KVI. And for every chance you miss one of our great shows, go to the website, happyhourradio.net. Um, but we've got uh, Howard Rossback, the uh, owner-CEO of Firesteed and Citation Wines in Oregon. And we've got Maru Balbayev. No, Balbayev. Balbayeva, Maru Balbayeva, the uh, lovely CEO and co-owner of Downtown Spirits. And uh, one of my favorite guests, Lenny Rede, who is the European wine buyer for Esquin Wine and Spirits on 4th Avenue. Lenny, welcome to Happy Hour. Welcome. Good morning. Good good morning. That's right. It's 11 a.m. and it's happy hour. So um, this is tis the season to be jolly. And uh, I asked you to bring some jolly beers, some jolly wines, and some jolly spirits, all f- uh, in tune for the holidays. Tell me what uh, our first beer is for this festive occasion. Well, it is uh, the Black Raven Festivus uh, Holiday Ale, and it's a very limited release. Um, and Black Raven is one of the hot breweries over on the east side, and they always have a huge line whenever you go to the beer festivals. They're always the first to blow their taps and end up, you know, get no- nothing. They have the biggest lines. People love this beer. It's won numerous awards at this point. They've only been around for about five, six years now. And uh, Bo Bowman, the head brewer and owner, these guys are, uh, they're called uh, birdheads. These guys are they're crazy. They Bird make, heads, yeah, they like make, cheese heads, yeah. like hawk heads. Okay. Yeah, they've got a cult following. They're uh, not th- called ravers. <laughs> <laughs> they, these guys have a cult following, and this is probably one of the reasons why. This beer, the Festivus, is a, it's brewed with cranberries, uh, some spices, and orange. It's a two-row malt of about six different hops. All uh, right, so Black Raven Brewing Company on mm-hmm. the east side. When you say the east side, I'm thinking it's like east of the Cascades, but really it's where? Redmond. Redmond. Yeah. Okay. Redmond, yeah. Washington has a new uh, brewery called Black Raven Brewing, and this uh, beer is called Festivus. Is it uh, in the 22-ounce bottles? They have it on tap, obviously, but yeah. do they do the 12-ounce as well? It comes in 22-ounce, and it comes in... Bo- in uh, 15-gallon? Tw- in, bar- in barrels, yeah. <laughs> so you can get it on tap, and you can get it in 22-ounce bottles. The 22-ounce bottle is about five ninety nine. So, you know, it's good stocking stuffer if somebody likes uh, beer. It's also just a great... Uh, Holiday beer to be drinking. It's uh, it's seven point one ABV, so it's uh, ABV alcohol by volume, yeah. which makes it fourteen point two proof. Yeah, right. Uh, 
Yes. <laughs> yes. So it's it's actually a it's a it's a pretty hefty beer. It's not quite a barley wine, but it's a it's got some kick to it. All right. So it's called Festivus, and that reminds me of the '90s with uh, um, Seinfeld. The Festivus for the best of us. Uh, um, all right, so this is a, a light amber color. It's kind of a golden hue, more of a chestnut brown. Um, looks like a fine uh, mousse, and uh, let's get some aroma. Mmm, malty. Uh, a bit of spice. I get some... It, it, it smells like a little bit of pumpkin. Is that a little nutmeg, or what's the... Yeah, to- uh, the usual... I, I mean, they won't reveal what the spice blend is, but you get nutmeg, you get uh, clove, you get some allspice in there, so it's... You know, kind of like fruitcake. They never reveal what's in fruitcake. <laughs> it's like sausage. You don't want to know what goes in fruitcake. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, it's funny when you said uh, uh, Black Raven's the first to blow their taps. That's okay when you, uh, you know, go early at the the big party. Is that all right? Yep. All right. Well, then you get to go party mm-hmm. like the rest of us. So Festivus uh, is a five ninety nine buy down at Esquin Wine and Spirits. And I'm going to take a sip. Mmm, great mouthfeel. This is good? very, very pleasant round um a lot of times you get you get to get a nice little hot bite but it's not a a real bite it's more of a a love bite yeah it's a 48 ibu which is uh your typical ipa starts about 60 and yeah. ibus would be international bittering units as uh as calibrated by those british people right yep so to put it in perspective your standard american pilsner or lager is about 6 to 12 ibu and uh and a ipa is starts about 60 to about 120 so it's in between like a uh, an ESB, an American Amber Bitter, and and an actual IPA. So it's got some it's got some kick to it. It has some bite. It's nice and drying, but that spice uh, I think it works well with the spice because yeah. you, it makes your mouth water. It's very aromatic, um, and uh, it's it's very pleasant. Yeah. I'm I'm impressed. Nice yeah. job, Festivus by Black Raven Brewing Company. Available uh, limited release, which is good because this might not go so well in July. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right, so uh, and, beer number two. Tell me about beer number two. Okay, Deschutes uh, Mirapont right, is probably one of the most popular beers in the Northwest down out of Oregon. I like and, that one. And Deschutes, this is the Mirror Mirror, and they make this over the Christmas, and it's a double Mirapont, so they rebrew it and bring it up. It's a barley wine, so it's 11.2%. So this is beer with a kick. Oh, and, wow, 11.2? Yeah. That's a kick in the head. Yeah. That's well, not yeah, just it, a kick. That's, it's a uh, sipping beer. That's a... Yeah. Uh, what is it? MMA kick. <laughs> yes. Yeah. This is the MMA. Mirror, mirror, MMA. Mirror, mirror. Hey. Yeah. Mirror, mirror ale. This is what we got here. It's a barley wine. So traditional holiday beer. Um, they barley wines are always made around the winter time. They're a little bit higher alcohol. You see them around Christmas. Real traditional. And this is a great gift. I mean, it's it's not it's for beer. It's not cheap. It's seventeen ninety nine for a twenty two. Um, so that's and yeah, that's, but you know where that seventeen ninety nine is going, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, right yeah. in that bottle. And eleven point two percent alcohol, uh, making it twenty two point four proof. Uh, that's a nice. Uh, well, that's a boomstick. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> a bottle of this, and you'll be a happy man. Uh, you know, this will put the hoe back in your uh, holidays. Ha- yeah, a happy hoe. <laughs> really? <laughs> wow, that's the mirror. You know, it's funny because I'm I'm waiting to cue uh, um, Hotel California when I hear mirror mirror uh, mirrors on the ceiling. Um, so the 2014 Reserve, I like that it's a, uh, a vintage wine for mm-hmm. this beer. holiday occasion. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Well, you said barley wine, so I'm, it is, it a, is, it's it a is beer. barley wine. Which is, okay, which is it? Is it wine? Is it beer? Well, it's all made the same way. You know, it's brewed. It's brewed. So it makes a beer. Yeah. Yeah. 
or it's a tea. Start, it starts with or grain. Or coffee. It starts with grain. It starts with grain. So it's barley wine liquor. is just about it's a malt the, liquor. The <laughs> yes, what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> um, Deschutes Mirror Mirror. Okay, I'm gonna take a taste. So let me smell it first. This obviously has a uh, well, not obviously for all you happy hour radio people. In fact, I'm having a great time with Lenny Rede, the uh, European wine buyer, spirits guy, and beer guy for Esquin Wine and Spirits on Fourth Avenue downtown in Seattle. And uh, uh, we're talking about the Deschutes Mirror Mirror 2014 Reserve Barley Wine, which is a beer. It's a double batch Mirror Pond uh, brew. Um, this has more of a rich color. This is more of a um, a burnt hazelnut, and uh, so dark uh, amber, and but not too dark. Um, God, we're getting it. You know, in the wine world, we're talking about gems, but uh, I guess amber's the right call for this. And the aroma, mmm, this is very malty sweet. Uh, I like that. It kind of reminds me of uh, of toffee and caramel and roasted nuts, and. Uh, Mm. This is these. I like the temperature of these wines. I think if you have these any colder, you'll probably drink them too fast, which is a shame because uh, these have a lot of expression in them. But um, very palatable, nice and round, glycerol. The alcohol obviously gives us a nice polished character. Um, very sweet, malty finish, um, and uh, a little warm belly note here. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's a warm belly, and it's got enough uh, hops in there to kind of bounce off the sweetness, so it's not cloying at all. Yeah, that's important. It's you know all these uh, brews and and wines and spirits. I mean, talk about balance because we, you know the palate. We have uh, sweet, salty, spicy, bitter, uh, umami, and um, we certainly want to have uh, this. Is is a little warm, but on a cold day, um, when the Pineapple Express is not blowing into town, mm-hmm. uh, perfect, perfect beer. Mirror, mirror from Deschutes brewing company. Well, I love it. You said this was a nice little investment and a uh, very slow sipping wine. You might even put this in one of his snifters. Yeah. And you just put really it, sip on it. Serve this with your fruitcake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This would yeah. be really good. Fruitcakes. I'm still serving the same fruitcake. We just save it. Okay. So the wines. Let's talk about the two wines. First wine looks like one of my favorite, um, Woodward Canyon. And uh, um, that yeah. is the Artist Series 12. Yeah, so Woodward Canyon. Oh, sorry, 21? Yeah, 21. The uh, It's 2012 Woodward Canyon Artist Series. I mean, uh, Rick Small was the second guy to make wine in, in Walla Walla. He helped Gary. They actually, uh, uh, Figgins out at uh, Leonetti, they actually met in ROTC. Yeah. And he helped him play. Woodward their- Canyon's been around. 1983 was their first? No, 78. Yeah, something like that. 78. I mean, but they, they met in uh, ROTC and he's planted his own vineyard. His dad wouldn't give him any of the good land. Um, he's fifth generation wheat farmer out there, first generation winemaker. And, uh, Let's talk about this wine. He's a great guy. We all know who uh, Rick Small is, and uh, um, <laughs> Kevin Kevin Mott is his assistant winemaker, and Thomas Woodley uh, are out there. So uh, the Artist Series is their uh, blend. Yeah, and it's uh, again the best lots. It comes from all over the state. Shampoo, their estate vineyards, Sagemore. Um, it it trials on like six or seven different vineyard lots. All good vineyards too. Those are great names. Yeah, Lake Colleen. I mean, it's all great vineyards, and it's a blend. It drinks well right out of the gate, but this is also laid down for fifteen twenty years. Yeah, it's got great structure, uh, nice ripe fruit. I would decant this. I would buy it and and serve it. I think it's fun to, to have a wine that's released, but if you serve it uh, properly, if you decant the wine. 
It's going to go great. You're going to be really loving because I would decant this probably three hours ahead of time. I oh, think yeah. this needs and give it a couple good shakes too. Um, delicious wine, Woodward Canyon uh, Artist Series number twenty one. A beautiful lady. It looks like a little bit of Mona Lisa there. Uh, Forty six ninety nine at Esquin Wine and Spirits. Um, you also have a California wine. What's this California well, wine you got? Well, what are my favorites? Well, the the Woodward Canyon is forty six bucks, and there's a lot of great wines in Washington State um, that are. Um, you know, out there, Quilcita, Leonetti, Cayuse, <laughs> right? That are really, really good. Yeah, those are okay, I guess. But, you know, and but they can be a little pricey. And uh, there's plenty of wine out there. This is what I like to call a legacy wine. It's uh, Berenger Knights Valley. Um, it's all from one vineyard in, in Knights Valley. Um, Lori, uh, Lori Hook is a winemaker in there now. She followed Ed Sabragia. Ed Sabragia was there for 35 years. Lori started in 1985. So she's been with Behringer, working in the winemaking team since 1985. Um, Knights Valley is just north of Calistoga. So yeah, if you, so still in the Napa Valley, one of the Napa Valley AVAs. Yeah, so you go, when you go to Calistoga, you get to the top there. There's two roads. One heads up into the mountains up to Clear Lake. The other one kind of veers west towards the coast. And uh, that's so... It's up in Knights Valley. It's past Calistoga. Behringer, mm-hmm. Knights Valley, Cabernet Sauvignon, 100%. Uh, Cabernet plus uh, the usual suspects, Peter Pito, Malbec, Cabernet Franc uh, for length, uh, Malbec in there. But absolutely delicious, 30 bucks. 2012 uh, vintage, uh, showing well. It has some polish, also has some structure. It's good to taste both these wines together since uh, one is a blend of uh, the Woodward Canyon blend of several vineyards in Knights Valley. is single vineyard. Um, definitely similar but uniquely different and both good quality. Yeah, but thirty bucks for you know basically Napa Valley, you know, really really great bottle of wine. A little bit of you know just kind of a step. Yeah, this is a good one because you know I was the other day I bought a, a Trader Joe's. I tried it. Trader Joe's Ultra Premium Spring Mountain. Like I'm taking it back. <laughs> <laughs> somebody, somebody, somebody. Lost I was it. disappointed. This is much. Uh, this is a delicious wine, Behringer wine, and uh, I have the pleasure of speaking with Lenny Rade, the European wine specialist, who's also brought some Washington and California wine, some uh, Washington or Redmond and Oregon beers. Well, Redmond's its own kind of place, and uh, you've got a couple spirits. So when we come back from this break, we'll try these two great spirits, and uh, then we'll dive into some fantastic Oregon wines with my pal Howard Rosbeck with uh, Sight and Firesteed, and uh, we'll finish the segment with some fantastic spirits from Downtown Spirits. So stick around on Happy Hour Radio. If you want to send us a tweet, uh, we are at Happy HR Radio. And uh, if you have any questions for the holidays, what to serve, how to serve your wine, um, some great recipe ideas for cocktails and such, send us an email to ask at happyhourradio.net. If you're in the mood for giving education, which we certainly love, check out my friend uh, Jeffrey Dorgan at spaceneedle.com slash wineacademy. He's got a class in January and in March. Great classes, great food, wine, education, spaceneedle.com backslash wineacademy. So stick around. We'll be right back on Happy Hour radio hi i'm madeline puckett with winefolly.com and you're listening to happy hour radio with christopher chan on 570 kvi the commute with carlson only in seattle on talk radio 570 kvi the glass is always half full. You're listening to Happy Hour Radio, sponsored by Woodenville Wine Country, part of KVI Want to Know Weekends. Here's the Commodore of Cocktails, Christopher Chan. 
Ho, ho, ho. Welcome back to Happy Hour Radio. So excited to have Maru Balbayeva from Downtown Spirits. We're going to be tasting some great spirits. Uh, My pal Howard Rusbeck from Fireseed Incitation. And uh, right now we're back to my pal Lenny Rede from Esquin Wine and Spirits. Talking about all the cool holiday gifts, the liquid love that you can share with your friends and family. And heck, even some strangers pop that into a Goodwill (laughs) box someplace and and make someone's holiday. Uh, so, Lenny, we talked about the uh, Black Raven Festivus Brew. We've got the Mirror Mirror from Deschutes Brew. Uh, that's a barley wine. Um, one of my favorite wine my, winemakers, uh, Kevin Mott and uh, Rick Small from Woodward Canyon. The Artist Series 2012, that's the uh, number 21, the 2012 vintage. And uh, surprise, I've not had the Behringer Knights Valley. Um, actually... Ever, I don't really? think. Yeah, maybe I have it once, but it's been too long ago to remember. And I'm really pleased with it because I see that it's an ubiquitous brand. I mean, they do a good job that- marketing it. It's great package, uh, and at thirty bucks, uh, you're, you're actually getting a lot of quality in there for it, Napa yeah. Valley. Yeah, that's there in Napa Valley. There's a lot of these legacy brands that I call, you know, the Charles Krugs, Mondavi, Behringer. Arrowwood, Louis Martini, and you can get really good quality Napa Valley wine, you know, for thirty bucks, twenty five, thirty five bucks. If you know who to 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 crack open, yeah, yeah, and where to go, and so that's what we're talking to you, Lenny Rede from Eskin Wine and Spirits, uh, and uh, the the last part of that title is called Spirits. So let's talk about the great spirits you've uh, selected for the Happy Hour Holiday Special. Well, you know, <laughs> I'm a big fan of the local spirits and the artisanal spirits scene that's kind of blossom in the last five years six years in seattle and my favorite and being a a guy who loves the brown liquor loves whiskey you know my favorite uh whiskey distillery in the area although there's plenty of good ones out there is is westland you can have a favorite yeah i have a favorite every day and uh, yeah and well today my favorite is westland matt hoffman and emerson lamb they do a fantastic job out there um really kind of raising the bar as to what we you know good quality spirits and this is their new release it's a sherry cask so it's a Sherry Cast Finis. It's Pedro Jimenez and Oloroso barrels uh, that they finished the the whiskey in, and it's absolutely delicious. Well, I was just in Spain uh, last month in the Montillo Morales area where they do they grow Pedro Jimenez, and I tried a lot of those great PX wines. And this is a delicious whiskey, an American whiskey. Uh, is this barley or wheat or what? Yeah, it's a two-row malt, so it's a single malt whiskey, which is different than a bourbon. Uh, bourbon has to have uh, corn in the mash bill. This is 100% two-row malt, and, uh, and it's brewed and made uh, pretty much in the same way as bourbon, except that it doesn't have that corn in the mash bill. And then they finish it in uh, this Oloroso sherry cask for 24 or 27 Oloroso bucks. from the Pedro Jimenez grape, which is a white grape that turns brown in the sun, and so they get nice and uh, raisinated, nice and sweet. You can definitely get that spicy finish here. Um, it's a very polished whiskey. It's a uh, great balance, very smooth. Lots of uh, moderate texture. I mean, it's, it finishes in the palate uh, moderately long, a good length. Um, uh, it's got, what is this, 82 proof? It's got a, it seems a little yeah. hotter than 80. Yeah, yeah, it's about eighty, and the <laughs> it's about eighty. I love it. You're not looking for it. Hey, it's about eighty. Yeah, you know, twenty percent. You know, which uh, is so standard. Eighty. It's just yeah. some of that texture. I think the spice that gives it yeah. some heat. You brought another uh, spirit too. This is a uh, a very pretty spirit. It's got some apple notes. Oh yeah, the Sweet Hill uh, Distillery, which is out in Yakima, and they're in the middle of an apple orchard, and they actually make this apple pie. Go moon- figure. Oh yeah, and it's an apple pie moonshine, but technically not moonshine because they actually use apples. Sunshine. <laughs> it's a, apple pie sunshine. That's what I'm going to call it from now on. Because they actually use apples as their base for the sugar source, for the fruit source. So they mm. make it. So it's actually more akin to Calvados than it is to an actual wheat-based moonshine. 
All right, sweet yeah. apple pie, uh, sunshine, thirty five ninety nine. This bottle is very tasty, and the uh, Westland Sherry Cask is fifty six ninety nine. Those, that's a good price. Great high quality stuff. I just stuck my nose and my tongue into my palate. <laughs> I put this into my mouth. It's very tasty. Um, sweetness, balance, not too sugary, not too sweet. Yeah, uh, but it's absolutely it's, delicious. It's yeah. great uh, for using mixing in cocktails. Actually, uh, watching the boats from right below uh, next to Howard's house, I was watching the boats. Uh, and heated up some apple cider, knocked it up with a little bit of the moonshine. Absolutely delicious. You're knocking up moonshine. Oh yeah. Wow. And then you know, and you just hit it like that. You can also <laughs> you can use it to make a number of cocktails. As a matter of fact, I made you one here. I call it the Big Apple. Big Apple. And it's uh, and it's it's uh, basically I use the Westland Sherry Wood, a little bit of the. Uh, the apple pie moonshine and a uh, splash of sweet vermouth. Yeah, that's tasty. And uh, it's kind of like a, a Manhattan, but with more, um, obviously, a seasonal complexity and flavor. Good mm-hmm. job. Yeah, serve the this big at apple Day. cocktail. I like that. And so all these products, the Black Raven, the Deschutes, the Woodward Canyon, Behringer, Westland Sherry Cask, and Sweet Hill Apple Pie, available at Esquin Wine and Spirits on 4th Avenue in Lander. Downtown Seattle. Great stuff, Lenny. Thanks so much. I wish you the uh, the best of the holidays. Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Joyeux Noel, and uh, merci beaucoup. Thanks for joining me. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. Uh, coming up on the show, I've got Muret Balbayeva, who is with Downtown Spirits. We've got some special spirits here. But right now, my friend Howard Rosbeck from Firesteed and Citation. Welcome to Happy Hour. Christopher, it is so great to be here. I'm excited. Uh, Firesteed and Citation Wines from Oregon. But you're a Washington guy, right? Yeah. Yeah, I live here in Seattle. I moved here in 1973 to go to college. Been in the wine business since 1975. And when did you start Firesteed? Started in 1992. Originally, it was the first winery that was called Virtual. The, the first virtual. Virtually the first virtual winery. My big mistake is I didn't trademark that term. I could have retired by now on royalties. Oh, I, I would like to retire on, on anything, actually, <laughs> except Social Securities. <laughs> well, congratulations. You've been 40 years in the wine business, and uh, you've made some great uh, some great brand. Well, you have a great brand. But you've got uh, a solid Oregon, what I'll call um, a, a quality value brand, and then you've got a high-end quality brand. Uh, the Firesteed is, is very approachable for most consumers, and you have the Citation. So... Um, I love the fact that we're talking about Oregon wines. We don't get them up here enough, even though I'm just uh, all my Washington friends. But tell me what you've got in the glass here. Right here we've got our Oregon Pinot Gris 2013. Fresh, bright, entirely made in stainless steel, so no barrels, no malolactic fermentation. Just the beautiful purity of Pinot Gris. Mm. Um, nice, bright acidity, um, which is, is you know unique for Pinot Gris. Uh, in all my SOM classes, we talk about the moderate to moderate plus acidity. And I like the, the brightness here. I think that t- even with this temperature, you get that uh, bright freshness. The fruit, interesting about Pinot Gris, you've got uh, uh, just a touch of tree food. It's more in that pear and a uh, touch of melon citrus note. Yeah, the that uh, there's sort of a peach apricot element that comes in in the mm, mid-palate yeah, and yeah, the finish. Yeah, there it is. And I didn't chill these wines down. The old saying is, you chill to kill. (laughs) If we had flaws, they'd show at this temperature. We're showing them at room temperature. They're bright, they're crisp, and they stand up 
at room temperature. Yeah, that's important. I think you know, and I, uh, we, if you want to hide a wine's flaws, you you chill it, especially for whites, obviously. Um, and I like the fact that you brought these wines without the chill, uh, because it truly shows the flavor too. That's important. And um, we're doing some jing jingling yeah. here with the bottles. I love that noise. Tis the season. So how Rossback Firesteed? Um, how many? What's the price point for the Pinot Gris? This is about twelve, thirteen dollars a bottle. Okay. And uh, the next wine is the uh, Pinot Noir, or white. So are you going to go with the Citation White, the Chardonnay? Yep. We're going to go with the Citation Chardonnay. I uh, love this. We've got a little bar here in Happy Hour Radio. In the studio, of course, uh, we need a barmaid. <laughs> I can't do it all. Uh, well, a barman or, you know, whatever it is, not to uh, typecast, but I would actually prefer a barmaid, but um, that's just me. So, Howard, you've got the Citation Chardonnay. Tell me about this brand. Citation is our top-level wines, wines that go beyond Great Oregon into world-class. The world did not need another cheap Chardonnay. It's totally a wash mm. in that stuff. Wow. But it can use something absolutely spectacular. And we've taken Chardonnay from the Oregon side of the Walla Walla Valley, combined it with Dijon clone Chardonnay from the Willamette Valley, barrel fermented. We only made 10 barrels of this wine, and we think we made an exquisite Chardonnay. Mm, it is exquisite. I think Chardonnay, you're right. There's a lot of, uh, we are a wash in Chardonnay, but uh, the good stuff typically comes from, well, I'll say Russian River, Sonoma Coast, uh, Burgundy, of course, and uh, now I can say Oregon as well. I, I've really enjoyed your Chardonnay. I think this is one of the better expressions, or if, one of the top expressions from from Oregon. Um, great complexity, great acidity and balance, uh, but uh, just the touch of oak just to carry that. And I think Chardonnay does well with oak. I love Chablis, and that's my non-oak version, but tell me about this, the oak on this wine. It's all French oak. The wine spends 10 months in barrel. About 20% of our barrels are new. I want oak to be a framing element and a background nuance rather than a front focal element, because wine is all about fruit. Yeah, that's what a grape is, isn't it? It's all about the fruit. And uh, you said you got Dijon clones, and the other clone is uh, Wente? Or? It's Wente yeah. from uh, over in the Walla Walla Valley, Oregon side near Milton Freewater. No way. Yeah. Really? I even guess Which makes it Oregon for those who think Walla Walla is in Washington. Most, you know, of, most, the gra- of, most of the grapes in Oregon are in Walla Walla are grown on the Oregon side of... I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah. But it's Walla Walla is in Washington, so we're going to claim it. Um, although they're, they're coming out with a great AVA there. Um, well, I've got uh, Howard Rosbeck, the CEO. What's your title? Uh, I'm the janitor. The janitor. The CEO janitor of Firesteed and Citation. Uh, we just tried the great Firesteed Pinot Gris and the Citation Chardonnay, which I highly recommend. Delicious wines. Um, when we come back from this break, we're going to dive into the two reds right here on Happy Hour Radio. Hello, I'm John Patterson with Patterson Sellers. You're listening to Happy Hour Radio on 570 KVI. Lars Larson has the real story. Weekdays, 6 to 9 p.m., only on Talk Radio 570 KVI. Talk Radio 570 KVI Want to Know Weekends continue. Now, back to Happy Hour Radio with Christopher Chan. Hey, and welcome back to Happy Hour Radio. Ho, ho, ho. It's our holiday wine special with... uh, 
Maru Balbayeva from Downtown Spirits, Lenny Rade from Esquin Wine and Spirits, right now Howard Rossback with Firesteed and Citation, uh, the tasty brand in Oregon. So, Howard, we had the Pinot Gris, we had the Citation, or simply the Firesteed Pinot Gris, we had the Citation Chardonnay, and right now you've poured for me what? Firesteed Oregon Pinot Noir. That's mm. our largest production wine. Oregon is known for Pinot. This wine... <laughs> that it is. <laughs> this wine is all about fruit. Mm. Just gorgeous fruit. Only about 20% of this wine is barrel-aged. Uh, What's the vintage on this? This is 2012. Oh, yeah. It's showing beautifully. It's uh, it's very approachable. It's got good structure, but it is um, it is very fruity. Yeah. And and I mean that, I mean that in a good way. Um, and uh, I'd like to be honest on the show, If uh, um, and I like talking about wines, stuff that I like, so I'm not afraid to be talking about fire seed. What's the price point on this wine? It's about $15. Oh, now, that's that's over-delivering for Oregon Pinot Noir. Well, that's something we've always tried to do, is over-deliver quality for the price. Mm, speaking of delivery, I know that uh, Downtown Wine and Spirits now delivers, right? You've got, uh, what's it called, the uh, Drivley? No. Drizzly. Drizzly. <laughs> Not the Drizzly. Well, so, um, Howard, where can we find these fa- fantastic Fire Seed and Citation brands? Well, I bet you can find them at Downtown Wine Spirits. You can find them at Esquin. You can also find them at major retailers, larger retailers, but also at www.firesteed.com. Firesteed.com. We, sec- we have a secure site. Okay, cool. Well, I like that you've got your uh, these quality wines in uh, my two favorite stores, Downtown Wine and Spirits and Esquin Wine and Spirits. Um, they, they've got uh, the, both the uh, north and south of uh, downtown Seattle uh, locked up um, with high-quality brands. And uh, speaking of high-quality, the next wine you're going to serve me is the Citation, oh, it looks like the 2003 Oregon Pinot Noir. This is it. Oh, we got actual sound effects here. And, um, glug, glug, glug. Yeah, this is a real show. This is not just, you know, my, my pal Kevin in the back making up some sound effects. I mean, he does that during the breaks, of course. <laughs> but, all right, so Citation, 2003, warm vintage. Tell me about uh, this. It was a great vintage. Citation Pinot is a wine we try to make every year, and nature does not always cooperate. The goal like with the Chardonnay, is amazing world-class. This wine spends 18 months in barrel. If I like it coming from barrel, we bottle it. If I don't like it, we declassify, and it goes into that first wine, uh-huh. first Pinot you had. It then ages another... If I like it, we bottle it. It ages another seven years in bottle. This is the tail end of the 2003 vintage. Wow. We've released the 2004 at the winery. There is 2003 here in the market. And uh, I th- I say this is for Burgundy freaks that don't want to pay a Burgundy it's, price. Uh, that, I was going to go there because the, you can only find this kind of complexity and development in Burgundy wines, and yet you've got this um, in uh, an Oregon wine, which you, typically you have to wait, but we can get this off the shelf from you now, and you still can get it, uh, right? The 2003 vintage Citation Pinot Noir? Exactly. What would this run? This one would run about $70 a bottle. Mm, and that, you know, I always tell my friends in, in the uh, consumers who go to wine shops, if a winery... If if a if a, you charge a penny a day to send that wine back at a, at a you know you go buy it and you get corked or anything I mean that's three sixty five a day uh, a year and it all adds up so that's like ten years which is it's been now so half that price is just in a penny a day that's yeah. that, that's great well and this is a wine for the Christmas meal the Christmas Eve meal the New Year's meal this is that special wine. Mm. 
Wow, what a treat. Um, it's rare that we have uh, an opportunity to taste uh, vintage Pinot Noir from Oregon and one that uh, is shows so well because I, I have to say that 03 was, was a great vintage, but I don't think everyone really approached it that way. I think it, some people let that fruit get too ripe and released it too soon or soon enough so that they were going for those big scores, and that's what you get from the 2003. But this has got great balance. I never care about scores. Scores. <laughs> those Unless scores, you're a Seahawks fan, right? Exactly. I want the our wines to age gracefully, much as you and I have done over uh, the yes. short years that we've been around. Distinguished. <laughs> That's Distinctive. Us. Well, Howard Rosbeck, firesteed.com. You've got the Firesteed Pinot Gris and the Oregon Pinot Noir, uh, as well as the Citation Chardonnay, which is delicious, close to Burgundy. And uh, the Citation brands are really pushing, giving Burgundy a run. And uh, um, I know that they got some French people down in Oregon trying to do the same kind of thing. But the, this is uh, American fruit and uh, American, well, not quite American oak, but it's a French oak. So it's a good balance. Come down to the winery. We'll have a new release of a our new Erratic Oaks Vineyard Pinot Noir that is aged in Erratic Oaks oak barrels. Uh, well, That's another story for another time. We will do that in the new year. So uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, Joya Noel, and thank you so much for joining me on Happy Hour Radio. A pleasure. Well, uh, now it's my my honor, my privilege to have the, the Queen of the Spirits here in downtown Seattle, CEO and co-owner of Downtown Spirits, Maru Balbayeva. Um, welcome to Happy Hour. Hi, Christopher. Now, I know I've been working on this name. <laughs> Tell me again. Maru Balbayeva. Hey, I did it. That's quite a title, though. It is. Well, CEO, <laughs> queen, you know, good stuff. Uh, Well-deserved, I'm sure. Um, so thanks for joining me. You brought some spirits here since mm -hmm. you're downtown spirits. You will have wine sparkling still. Uh, I think I saw some beer down there, lots of beer and lots of spirits, of course. What's the first spirit we're going to try? Yeah, that's right. So I brought three spirits uh, with me today. We have a huge selection at downtown spirits. Um, Whoa, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> the spirits are going boom. That's the L-O-B right here in the studio. <laughs> All right, what do you got? So the first one is a bourbon, and it's a local bourbon. It's called Ula. And this distillery was started by Kirby Callis Lewis. They're located on Capitol Hill. Everything is sourced locally, and it's a wonderful product. So this is a Washington bourbon. Washington bourbon, So it's yeah. got 51% corn. At least. And uh, some other grains, I'm sure. Wheat, some wheat, barley, and barley. And rye. Yeah, like I said. Yeah, it's a really interesting bourbon. It has a wonderful taste profile. It's kind of a medium, full-bodied bourbon with vanilla, caramel, and fresh cherry. It is perfect straight on the rocks or in a Manhattan. <laughs> it's perfect in any way you serve. In perfect in a glass. Yeah. yeah and the bottle glass. is glass, so it works either way. Yeah, and it's really fun for us to be able to showcase local spirits like this one because um, in the you know few years that the distillery has been open, they've already won <clears throat> several awards, a gold medal from the San Francisco World Spirits Competition, 93 points in wine enthusiasts, and as a local company, based in Seattle, owned by, you know, two local families. It's really fun for us to be able to support brands like this. Well, everything needs to be more local. Obviously, we, we love our uh, international. We, you can only get cognac from one area, so I can't dismiss not being local, but it's great. And, and it's good to see the, the uh, industry develop. I think, um, you know, tasting Ula, and I've had a couple years ago, um, I think they're they're grasping the business model, the, the market, and the actual product, and what it takes to produce a good product. There was a big rush to get some 
cash flow out there, and I think people kind of uh, overstepped um, the quality aspect uh, of what's important because you know this stuff isn't inexpensive. And what would the price on Ula be? The price on Ula would be around forty three dollars, and it's about forty two ninety nine. Forty nine. It's about fifty four ninety nine out the door after all the taxes. Ah, uh, well, you know, you know, so Washington. We're supporting Washington State's, uh, you know, expenditures, and um, these the sin taxes uh, are kind of a bummer. But it's great when you've got you're paying for a high quality product, which Ula is. Uh, you know how long they age this spirit? Minimum one year in, in uh, new uh, charred oak barrels, but it's tasting like it's probably two years. I'm thinking I'm, I'm, it's pretty smooth, or maybe 18 months, which uh, is is a good testament to quality here. Um, I, you know, I'm pretty sure it's longer than that, and I, I wish I had an exact date for you. But uh, Ula's got a website. Ula does have a website. I think it's just Ula, O-O-L-A dot com. O-O-L-A. dot com okay well you know with a name like Oola it's like Oola that's actually Oola La was uh, it's really great right it is really tasty we're very proud of them and I think that there are a lot of spirits uh, Lenny had um, mentioned Westland earlier in the segment that are local that have a really great age statement that are very complex and they're small and they're craft and they're local but they stand up to their you know national and international um, brands. Agreed. That's important because mm-hmm. before local, we had international, so all, we all know what high quality is because they're selling it, and it's great to have something local. So Downtown Spirits is also local. Where's your address? So we're located at the intersection of Denny and Dexter Avenue. Um, it's a former state liquor store that was on, it's 7th and Belts, right in the Denny Triangle by the Pink Elephant Car Wash. Yeah. Our website is downtownspirits.com, so if you are looking for our you know how to locate us that's where you will find us and you've got tastings and you got you did just the champagne tasting here was very successful last week yeah that was a really fun one it was our first big champagne showcase um champagne showcase yeah it was a blast we had over 14 vendors uh we had over 60 50 different uh, so we can get on a mailing list or an email list at downtownspirits.com check out our website we have all of our tasting events all of the products that we carry we have all of the um ways to get signed up when we come back from this break we'll uh, talk more with uh maru balbayeva from downtown spirits and try the vermouth and mezcal coming up right here on happy hour radio Hi, this is Keith Robbins from Teeny Biggs and Hula Hula. You're listening to Happy Hour Radio on 570 KBI. The home of the great one, Mark Levin. Weekdays, 3 to 6 p.m. Talk Radio 570 KBI. KBI Want to Know Weekends. Time for another round of Happy Hour Radio with Christopher Chan. Ho, ho, ho. Welcome back to Happy Hour Radio. It's the holiday special here with uh, Maru Balbayeva from Downtown Spirits, which is located at 7th and Bell, downtownspirits.com. We just tried the Ula, Ula bourbon at uh, 54 bucks out the door. Really tasty. Um, Maru, you've, you've also brought a, um, a fortified wine, a uh, aromatized wine called That's Vermouth. Right. What do you got? Yeah, so this is Vermouth uh, de Torino. It's Cokey Vermouth de Torino. And it, I brought this because it's a perfect holiday uh, spirit this time of year. You can drink it straight or you can mix it into a Manhattan to give you a kind of an elevated, escalated, really tasty Manhattan with lots of like character, very full-bodied. 
So it comes from Torino, Italy. It is one of the only two geographically protected AOC vermouths. Uh, the other one is in France. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so the base is the a Moscato wine, and then they add kind of a proprietary mix of local and exotic botanicals to give it this really remarkable, very, very tasty kind of viscousy um you know, flavor profile. You get a lot of orange peel, vanilla, caramel. It kind of opens up to a little bit of dandelion, and then it finishes with sweeter notes of licorice, some orange peel. It's very earthy. And so when you add that to a Manhattan, it gives you this really remarkable, very, very tasty drink. Well, um, vermouth, we've been inundated with a lot of big production vermouths that uh, to me aren't very good. So whenever I'm at a bar, I ask, because I like Manhattans, and I always ask, what is your vermouth? And I look at it and go, okay, there's a couple out there that I don't care for because they're way too bitter. You don't Mm -hmm. add bitterness and then bitters and then bitter vermouth to a Manhattan because you're just you know, locking up the spirit. But you're right. Torino is in the northern part of Italy, and um, this is definitely has a beautiful vanilla orange uh, anise profile. Mm-hmm. Um, it is viscous. I like that it's sweet because I think you know the Manhattan is good, um, and it's always hard to figure out what kind of bourbon to put in your Manhattan. So sometimes I use um, Canadian whiskey or Irish whiskey because those are less flavorful, mm-hmm. um, but still got all the the Manhattan power that we well, want. Well, Ula is a great one to add to this, which is why I brought these two products together because it is a bourbon and you get a lot of that corn uh, characteristic which pairs so well with the uh, cokey but it has rye in the mash bill so it holds up really nicely to the sweetness of both the bourbon and the kind of sweeter so cokey half bottle of vermouth a 375 millimeter i should say and what does this run it'll be Sixteen ninety nine out the door, mm, and that uh, will last a long times. time. That's uh, that will last a long yeah, time. Yeah, that's delicious. Congratulations on bringing that. Thank you, I should say. Uh, the last spirit you have is a clear spirit, and uh, its smell is quite peculiar. Yeah, so this is a mezcal. Smoky. And mezcal is one of those products that when I first tried, it was very very different. Um, it is a smoky tequila, is how you could describe it. And it's made in a very rustic manner. Um, it's kind of like the people's tequila in Mexico. It has, whereas tequila is made from blue agave, mezcal can be made from any sorts of agaves. 90% of the production comes from espadine. Holy so, smokes. I mean, if you're a mm-hmm. scotch drinker and you like peat, you gotta get into mezcal because there's no oak on, well, is there a little oak? There's a little white oak on this, I think. On this one, just a touch, but it's really young. It's, it's just... Um, wow, but that smoky note is really, really cool. This is good for, um, God, for cigars, cigarellos maybe, but uh, very smoky, very flavorful. It right. has a sweet note to it, too, from that fruit. Yeah, exactly. So Espadina is a little bit sweeter. It's a very floral kind of taste. It's very light. It's very light in body. And then the way that it's produced is when the piñas are harvested, they smoke them before they put them into a dis- or before them they mash it up. So it imparts this kind of smoky white smoke mm. flavor profile to it. Very 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 unique. If you've never tried it, I would highly recommend it. Well, it, it could be a very acquired taste, but it's a very pleasant smoke, and I think campfire can be sometimes unpleasant, and sometimes you get that with some of the, the single malt scotches, because peat can also be a little astringent, but this is delicious. So mezcal, uh, coming from the mezcal agave, um, not the 100% blue agave, and it's uh, actually, you can make mezcal anywhere in uh, Mexico, I believe. That's right. I remember my uh, not stuff. Not from Jalisco. Yeah. <laughs> Jalisco, yeah. tequila. And we've seen, it's been very popular downtown spirits. We've seen a big... And what does this run? 
This is, so Mezcal is pretty pricey. It's definitely not, uh, it's a small production. It's all handcrafted. Everything is produced, like this one is produced by Aquilino Garcia Lopez. It says the name of the producer on the bottle. Senor Lopez. Senor Lopez, yeah. The story of Mezcal Vago is very interesting. And it's going to be $61.50, $77. Yeah, but that lasts a long time. And I think I love it when a spirit lasts a long time. Well, Maru Balbaeva, um, thank you for sharing the uh, the beautiful Ula, the Koki, and and the, this hot mezcal, very tasty. Downtownspirits.com. I uh, wish you the best of the holidays. Thank Merry you. Christmas, Sir Noel, and thank you for joining me in Happy Hour Radio. Well, folks, uh, that's our Happy Hour special. So glad you joined us again. Um, we're going to have the best of in the next two weeks, uh, revisit some of those great guests we've had. Closing out uh, 2014, I wish you a safe, happy, um, and holy holiday. It's what those are all for. Uh, give thanks. Uh, share the wealth, and uh, thank you for joining me. Remember, folks, Life's always better with a designated driver. Cheers. Cheers.